For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We have got another scouting report episode here for you on the first team. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Ryan Roberts. We're moving on with another tight end pairing. And today, we're going to be doing Cade Stover from Ohio State. We're going to be doing Brevin Span Ford from Minnesota, two Big Ten massive human beings that we are going to be breaking down on today's show. This is kind of odd, a bit of an odd grouping, Ryan, in the sense that they're similar but different. Like they're, they, they bring aspects of blocking to their games, but at the same time, I, I, Span Ford is just so much bigger than Cade Stover, so it's not taller, a one-to-one comparison. Taller. Lots taller. He's two say he's listed at two seventy. He's a six seven two seventy. He's, ver- he's, ver- he's verified. He's verified two sixty three. Uh-huh. Okay, he's a verified two sixty three. Still twelve pounds was, heavier than the other guy. I think ver. I think Stewart was verified like two fifty four or something like that. So okay. uh, apples to oranges, I guess. But yeah, not. It's, uh, I think I think they're interesting though, man, because I I think the pairing mm-hmm. makes sense because I think we're talking about two. I don't want to give too much away, but like I think blocking emphasis on two, both of these guys is a lot higher than some of the other guys we'll be talking about this week. He's also a yeah. Big Ten player, obviously. And I like one considerably more than the other. So oh. I'm excited to get into which one is that. I think I have an idea of which guy that is. Cade Stover, though, first, as we said, 6'4", 251 is what he is listed on the website for Ohio State. Ryan, any background you got on on this kid as you always do? He's got a weird, he's got really weird background. So he was a very high recruit, number 130 overall player in two, according uh, to 247, coming wow. out of the state of Ohio. He's from Lexington High School in Mansfield, Ohio. Joe, his senior season, because he was recruited actually originally to play defense for Ohio State. He started his career on the defensive side of the football, a little bit of a Cameron Latu type of arc for mm. Kate Stover. 163 tackles. His senior season, four interceptions, and he also played running back coming out of high school for over 1,400 Jeez. yards and 17 touchdowns. Also, the all-time leading scorer in the school's history as a basketball player. So, very interesting wow. backstory for Kate Silver. And he started his career as a defensive player. That's kind of ironic that he's got all these athletic achievements, but uh... – not oh, watch it, not watch that, it. Not not that athletic. Look, I Kate Stover is a. I this is how I wrote him down. I didn't say he was yep. a bad athlete. I said he is a very average athlete, which isn't a bad thing. But I don't see like a full projectability of him becoming a, a high volume uh, receiving tight end in the NFL. What you do get with Cade Stover, I, I think he might be one of the best blockers that I've ever watched. Not the best, but one of the best because. Yeah. 
He shows up in pass protection, which is a huge boost when you have a tight end who is willing and can pass protect uh, when you need to bring on a second tight end, which is how I see he projects in the NFL. But I, I love the the mentality that he has as a run blocker. I think he latches on good leg drive. Uh, he's got you know pretty good angles and technique for a tight end, which is really hard to find. And then the the intent is one thousand percent there. Where I do have a little pause though, Ryan, is just like his impact as a receiver. He doesn't have a lot of production. He's got decent production for for a tight end uh, in the Big Ten. Not a great route runner and somebody who's just not going to create any separation that I'm really worried about. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip Get every pick right and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially again during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. He, uh, I will say that his he's much more productive than what uh, Jeremy Ruckert was when he was at Ohio State, which uh, everyone tried to hype yeah. up to a much higher level. But I, so I now know which one you like more. Thank you for for letting the cat out of the bag with your description of Kate Stover. Okay. Stover for me, I think we see him similarly. I might value what he is a little bit higher than you. I think that that's going to be the, the little bit of the disconnect. Okay, fourth round grade for me. I think that oh, I'm he in the same is, boat as you. Okay, so maybe we're similar then. Maybe I'm just saying it a little bit nicer, I guess. I don't know. Really good blocker. I'm surprised yes. how good of a blocker he is for a guy that has spent most of his Ohio State career playing on the defensive side of the football. He hasn't been playing tight end very long. So the fact that he is, has this much chops as a blocker is actually pretty notable, in my opinion. I think it's really, really interesting. So he blocks his butt off. I think he has strong hands. I think linearly, he is solid. He's a good linear athlete, in my opinion. I believe that. I agree. He's not flexible, though, at all. Like, he's not going to run routes. He is going He's going to be a, I'm blocking, and then, oh, shoots. Here he is coming out on just a little bit of a tight end delay, and he's able to leak out, and mm-hmm. you get a couple receptions that way. Like, that's what he is. He's going to be a stick route runner that's going to use his body to be able to shield defenders away from him to finish through contact, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to run a full route tree. He's not going to be a high-volume pass catcher at the NFL level. What I think he is is I think he's going to be a really good second tight end in the NFL, 
and could be a yeah. low-end starter potentially down the road in an offense that maybe doesn't ask their tight end to be a high-volume receiver. That's what I see in Cade. I think Cade's a good football player, though, and I generally am. I was a little bit surprised on how much I liked him because I, I just didn't think I would like the profile of him being a little bit tight, maybe not being the greatest, the greatest separator of all time. But I think he does the baseline stuff really, really well. Like I think he's a really good baseline type of football player. He will stick on the NFL level, in my opinion. Right. That's that's where I'm at. Great football player. Just if we're using the word football player, he is a great yes. football player. He is going to block. He is and going he'll play on to, special teams. He'll play on special yes. teams without a question. Yes. Special teams is going to be where someone like him shines as a, as a personal protector, as somebody who uh, is a, you know a, a wedge guy on kickoff return. He's going to eat up a lot of hits, I think, in his career. My projectability is the same as, as yours. This is a, a very high-level second tight end, fourth, fifth, maybe sixth-round pick, somewhere in that range. Um, yeah. I, I'm actually maybe equally as optimistic as you are. I just – I have to set that realism of he's never, ever going to create separation and be like a legitimate receiving threat is like where I had to quickly be realistic on. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to glaze past that because as fun as he is as a blocker and as excited I was as a blocker, I had to bring myself back down to earth because of that, that inability to be consistently impactful as a receiver. You, you know what, I, uh, Joe, I really think that his stats this past year illustrate exactly what he is as a football player. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 36 receptions, 406 yards, five touchdowns. Solid production. 11.3 yards per catch. It's a low number, obviously. And that is despite having two games last year where he averaged 20 yards or better on – he had two catches for 40 yards against Arkansas State. He had three catches – for 83 yards against Toledo, despite those high yard per catch numbers, he still was only a modest 11.3 per catch. He's not a guy that's going to create a ton of explosive plays. He's not a guy that's going to be able to take a top off. This isn't a seam runner. This is a stick route runner. This is an option route runner. This is a guy that is going to live in the short area of the field and occasionally be able to make a tough catch over the middle of the field on intermediate routes. This is what this is. But five touchdowns last year, I think he'll be an asset in the red zone. I know he'll be an asset in the blocker, and I think he'll be a solid, dependable underneath target as a second tight end or a low volume, a, a low volume, low tier mm. tight end starter at the next level. Like I, that's what I see with Cade. But again, you need that player one and two. You mentioned it. Going to be able to protect on both kickoff return on on punts, and also this kid has a defensive background, so he's also going to be able to run down on some kickoffs and do all yeah. that kind of stuff and block on punt and be able to cover in that regard. So this is a core team special teamer that at worst is a tight end too, and a good one in my opinion. Nothing wrong with that at all. Brevin Spanford from Minnesota, a uh, bit of a different football player. The, the guy's massive, as I said in the intro here, six seven. You said he was listed at two sixty three, but the the guy is so damn big, and it really shows up on film. You a lot of times when we get these big tight ends, though they they don't have a lot of wiggle to them. They don't have a lot of vertical speed. I think for as large as he is, he moves pretty well. Not as yes. good as a blocker as Stover. I think he's a, a plus blocker, not a in that yep. great category. He's going to get the job done. He's got the size to really maul people. Needs to improve, you know, some angles there. Uh, before I, we continue any further on him, do you, what other background do you maybe have on on Spanford? 
Well, he's a Minnesota guy originally, St. Cloud, Minnesota, with a St. Cloud technical. And he is, Joe, he played wide receiver, tight end, and defensive end all while he was in high school. Set the school's career reception record with 176 receptions, went for over 2,600 yards and 38 touchdowns. That included 16 touchdown receptions as a senior. Also played defense, 79 tackles, 10 tackles for loss. Was a finalist for the 2017 Mr. Football Award in Minnesota. A player that I know was very close to declaring for the 2023 NFL Draft and decided to obviously come back for this year. So very interesting backgrounds. A guy that was – I was trying to get his stats up. He was an honorable mention, all Big Ten player last year. He also has been a, uh, a academic all Big Ten player basically every single year. Nearly 500 yards, two touchdowns, 42 receptions last year, 11.8 yards per reception. So a local kid that has stayed home for the Gophers and has developed into a very good senior tight end for, for the, yeah, the Minnesota. De- definitely has developed into a pretty good tight end. And it's, I, I almost wonder if he was in an offense that was a little bit more explosive, if he might have been more productive than the 400 or so yards that he put up. And look, I was watching the Wisconsin game. That was probably his best game this past year. I, the guy actually, again, he can move. Like he's got a, 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 a bit of wiggle, a little bit of flexibility to him. Uh, vertically, I think he accelerates very well. It's just so strange seeing a guy move this easily. I know that the the prototype or not the prototype, the jargon for discussing tight ends is often power forward. I I, I mean, I think he moves like a small forward. I I think that he feels like a small forward at this size, a thick small forward that can move. Uh, I wonder, again, if maybe he gets to the NFL and a team drafts him to be that second tight end and you start to get him into the mix more that he maybe takes over a bigger role and could be uh, an average to low end starting number one tight end in the NFL. I actually really like Brevin Spanford. I have a I have a comp for you, Joe. You ready for this one? It's going to be one that you have no idea who it is, but you ready? Okay. Okay. Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, I, I have no idea. No, just just Google that? it, man. <laughs> when, when the Seattle Seattle Seahawks, where they were very good with um, Matt Hasselback and Sean Alexander and that crew back in the day. They had a tight end named Jeremy Stevens, who was a former high-caliber draft prospect. I think he came out of the University of Washington. He got drafted by another team. I can't remember who it was. Kind of busted out a little bit, and then he went to Seattle and kind of revitalized his career. Same type of profile. And I'm actually about to look it up as I'm talking because they are like mirror in size. Because I remember Jeremy Stevens was like 6'7 and some change and 260 pounds, somewhere in that ballpark. Let's get Jeremy Stevens up here. Apparently that's also a... It's apparently also a boxer. So there you go. We're an MMA fighter. Who, who would have known? <laughs> known? Not me, obviously. Uh, Jeremy Stevens. Oh, here we go. He spells his name weird. Jeremy is spelled J-E-R-R-A-M-Y. That's a very weird way to spell Jeremy. But, Joe, 6'7", 260 pounds was listed. Jeremy Stevens coming out of Washington. So pretty mirrors as far as size. I agree. I think that Brev- you can watch Brevin Span forward and see that like he has played wide receiver in his career because he, I think that mm. he is more fleet of foot. I think that he den- can definitely eat up grounds. He's got a huge catch radius, man. I think he extends for the football well. I think he can separate a little bit against some second-level defenders and some other safeties that are a little bit limited as far as heights. I think that he can extend with his size and his length. I like Brevin. And one thing 
that I thought was a little surprising because there are some of the concerns that you have with a guy being six foot seven, right? Two big things playing with leverage in the run game. And number two yep. is ability as a route runner. I think it hurts more of the latter there. I don't think his route running is great. And I don't think it ever will be. But I actually thought he plays with pretty good leverage in the run game for the most part. Man. Yeah. I think he keeps his pads pretty low. Like it's not a – it more affects his power profile as a run blocker. But I think that that can improve. And I think that he has the ability to be a plus blocker on the NFL level. So we're talking about a plus, plus blocker. I'm talking about a seam runner. He might never be a – 70 catch guy in the NFL, but I can see him being a low end starter where he's a 50 catch guy that blocks his butt off and can score in the red zone and provide that length. I really like Brevin Spanford. He is possibly my top senior tight end this year. Still got a couple guys to work through, but I really like what he brings to the table. I do. What did you, what did you grade him as? I graded him as an early third round pick. Early third rounds. Okay, I, I, I'm about on the same page as you. Again, this is right. one of those guys that we're we're kind of in agreement for. But it, it just all comes down to the, tr- the the traits. I think there's just way more projectability for his ceiling. There's much more yeah. of a ceiling than there is a Cade Stover because like Stover's at that ceiling. I, I see Span Ford as we're talking about getting better if he reaches the NFL into a situation that allows him to to grow a little bit. You, you know what's interesting, Joe, is that usually you would think that the higher ceiling or the guy that has the ability to get a lot better is more in the guy that hasn't been playing the position as long, right? I mean, Brevin Span Ford's been a tight end his entire career at Minnesota. Garrett Stover's only been a one-year pl- – uh, Cade Stover, excuse me. There's a Gar- mm. You know what's funny is that Cade Stover has a cousin that name is Garrett Stover that's actually going to Ohio State next year who plays linebacker safety. So I'm going to confuse him. Is he also massive? Nah, he's only like six foot, two hundred pounds, but he is a good ah, player, lame. man. He's a really good player. Ah, he's really good, dude. You need to watch him, some Garrett Stover. He's a really good player. But Gade Stover, his cousin, older cousin, has only been playing the tight end position really one year. And usually, mm. I would think that that guy's upside is untapped, right? A guy that hasn't been playing it as long. But you sound, you seem to think, and I don't necessarily disagree that he is closer to his ceiling despite not playing the position that long. It's because of the athletic limitations. I just like don't know how much – like I already know he's a really good blocker and he's going to be a really good blocker, a really good special teams player. But like if if he's not somebody who separates and creates space or any of those things, like where – I saw Brevin Spanford do that on film. Like I saw him get upfield yeah. in a hurry. I saw him move really well for his size. He doesn't Stover doesn't move that well. So it's like where where does that where is that growth for him? Like where does he become somebody who can do more than just be a really good blocker who as you talked about catches a pass off of like a a, a tight end delay where he peels out off of the block. Like I I, yeah. I don't get more than that. Or maybe he's the second guy uh in a two tight end look and he's lined up next to the other tight end and he just, you know, has a little little quick peel out route where he yeah releases into the into the flat and someone's focused on the primary tight end like this isn't a darnell washington type of a conversation where it was like he just didn't get a lot of touches and he's freaking massive and he was a really good blocker and let's just like see if we can get him some jump balls i don't see any of those levels of his game that allow him to exceed like this is a gonna be a four eight guy it has to be. Yeah, four seven five, four eight. I can get there. I can get there. How yeah. fast do you think? How, how fast do you think Brevin Spin Ford runs? Low four sevens. Maybe, 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 so. maybe we get we get surprised with like a four six eight or something like that. Yeah, I, I could see a four six nine to four seven two somewhere in that ballpark for his mm-hmm. size. It's 
it's moving, man. It's really good. Right. Here's my question for you about Brevin Spanford, actually, though. Would he be better off taking a little bit of weight off to maybe become a little bit more of a flexible mover and a little bit more of a complete receiver or add a little bit more weight and just fully dive into the, I'm an inline guy who's going to have some potential as a short to intermediate pass catcher. No, I, I say no because no, to he's going to get drafted. I'll give you two well, options. Sorry. I think that I was distracted by my camera not working the way they were supposed to. I don't think he needs – I don't think he should lose weight. I think that at 260, you start to get mm-hmm. too lean. That's going to negatively impact his capabilities as a blocker. And, like, that's the that's the selling point for me is he's so big and maybe he doesn't work out as a receiver. He ends up being yeah. a plus-plus blocker, as you talked about. I don't I don't want to get him to get leaner. That's fair. That's fair. You know, one interesting thing about this this tight end group is that I feel like the depth as we get further down this list, right, without the Brock Bowers and the Jatavian Sanders of the world, we start to get some big cats, man. I mean, like C.J. Dippery is a guy we're talking about this week that's 260 pounds. This kid is a 6'7", mm. 260 pounds in Brevin Span Ford. We just presented in a agent meeting Messiah Swinson from Arizona State that is 6'8", six, six, eight, eight. 255 pounds. Like there's some – Big cats in the depth of this class, which I think is good for the foundation of this class. Like there might not be a lot of starters there, but there's a lot of players that can play in the NFL because they have those baseline size Mm. blocking attributes. Those things matter a ton in this regard. Well, we've got more big boys to highlight here on the show. Make sure you don't miss out by hitting that subscribe button at Joe Delio and at Rising Draft. We'll be back with more. Enjoy the rest of your week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.